Radical, episode 171. Welcome to Radical, ladies and gents. I'm your host, Shane Hazel. Got a great show for you guys tonight. Uh, some special guests in the house. Last week, I was talking about the LP Delaware and the shenanigans and the hijacking that were going on up there. Um, I think we've hit some chords. I think we've I think we've uh, hit some people uh, right in the chops with this, and I think we've got some great uh, great minds out there that are taking up the fight. And this is an effort to spread the message of this hijacking and, and to, to show everybody that it wasn't who they thought it was gonna be. Um, but joining me tonight, I have both the duly elected chairs of the LP Delaware and the LP Newcastle County um chair dave casey from what's up, what's up brother from uh his podcast his infamous podcast dave versus goliath and mr bill hines gentlemen it is a pleasure to be with you guys tonight and it's a pleasure to have you here uh on uh, on radical so thank you guys for making time well, thank you for having us on huge man thank you for being here or excuse me thanks for the uh for the invite it's huge man. <laughs> i'm glad to be on your show dave <laughs> thank you for man, let's get it started let's go no, man really thank you for the last podcast you did was awesome and the attention you've brought on this man it's huge and yeah well, I'm, I'm i'll tell you what to be here if i can be one of the the the, the lowly guys to get this started so that some of the the the, the kingpins out there start hammering this and i i tell you what man i saw a tweet from dave earlier today talking about what's the next libertarian battle i think this is it i think i think this is where we've got to continuously uh just kind of take these guys to task and the whole damn lnc but we're, we're gonna get into this um um Bill, you've been in the LP for uh, a few years now, since 2015, you were saying. Um, mm -hmm. You've been a county chair, and now you are the duly elected LP chair that has been, I don't know, I'm not going to say anything different, hijacked from, hijacked. from this position. Uh, you came into the movement through Ron Paul, like I think a lot of us, um, and recently you've kind of become uh, part of the Mises Caucus, correct? That's correct, yeah. And that happened... <laughs> That mainly happened because uh, I was the vice chair of Newcastle County previously, and a lot of the new members coming in were mices, nieces, and uh, hardworking, uh, putting in the effort, volunteering, doing everything that we need to do to be noticed and get candidates moving. Yeah, I, there's definitely a lot of energy here, and I'll tell you, you know, hats off to Michael Heiss. We were talking about that a little bit beforehand. Um, you know, he's always on the phone with somebody, um, and uh, you know, I'd be amiss a, a if I didn't say that he brought this to my attention in greater detail um, with the anger and the outrage that it deserves. So, uh, and, and Dave, uh, yourself, man, um, if you guys don't know uh, Dave Casey, uh, go check out David versus Goliath. Uh, it is an excellent podcast. And we were saying before uh, this got started, man, I was just like, you know, the, the fact that this is the first time we're, we're sharing a screen together, uh, I think is probably criminal, but maybe, um, <laughs> maybe left for impact, brother. I mean, seriously, yeah. this, this is a moment that I think, um, you know, we're gonna we're gonna fight these corrupt bastards from the LNC and and you know the the exterior parts of the party uh, until they decide they can't win here. Yeah, this is why we're doing it, right? So, man, again, one last time, it's huge that you're kicking this battle off, man, because we really need the help. But I'm glad that you noticed, and I'm sure other people who are paying attention noticed that this is one not an isolated incident. It's not the first time. This is like a 
string of things that's been happening now. So there's a pattern right. here. This is not about Delaware, right? This is a bigger thing that's going on here. Um, so yeah, um, I'm delighted that the whole LP can see this now because I felt like for a while there was like I feel like we have the shittiest people here. Like out of all the out of all the shitty ones, we've got the shittiest. And I think you know that's been backed up. Karen Ann is the historian, you know, ipso facto. She knows this place better than anybody else, and uh, she's like, "Yeah, this McVeigh guy is the worst tyrant I've ever seen in this party." So, and the thing I'm, is, I'm is he's, he's fairly uncoordinated. I mean, when we when we look at what happened, and I, I think you know the audience knows pretty well if they tuned in last week uh, what the backstory is here. We'll kind of refresh it here in a second, but like to see how McVeigh has kind of done this. It's kind of haphazardly, you know, really, really kind of a, a, a shitty trail. Like, I mean, if, if you're if you're looking to pull off a crime, which I believe this is when you disenfranchise people membership that they paid money for and, and their their time and effort and, and everything else that goes into, uh, I don't know, just being part of the party. Um, I, I feel like he's kind of romper room when it comes to this kind of stuff. I mean, how do you guys feel? Go ahead, Bill. I feel like he, he's operating like he thinks somebody has his back. That That's how I feel. Um, I, I really feel that way. I, I originally thought it was self-aggrandizing. Mm -hmm. and uh, But since, you know, we've had a couple meetings with the LNC and uh, I see the temperature of the room, I feel like he's actually probably has some support there, unfortunately. That's true, man. Yeah. yeah. See, I, I would say, look, <laughs> Will at this point is loving the attention that he's getting from the fakertarian crowd and the Cathedral Caucus crowd with, to which he has pledged allegiance. Like, this is his squad, right? Let's just call that out. Um, I'm sure there are some people in the middle who don't understand that stuff, and that's cool. But, like, for people who are watching who do know what that means, that's where he's at. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that should be noted. But they <laughs> they love him. Um so beside the fact that he's admitted, yeah, repeatedly that it was unethical and awful and probably not going to be popular with anyone, he, Even he, 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 he messed up procedurally. Yeah. So he's – always he has screwed this up. And then after, you know, trying to banish Bill, Amy, and I took it upon himself to declare that the 2,000-plus members of the – uh, registered libertarians in the state were no longer eligible to be libertarians until they come and meet the litmus test, which again, this is another microcosm, Shane, that I'm sure you've noticed is like, oh, you want to be in the party? Well, here's this pledge that we have that says a certain amount of things that we want to just make sure that you're not this. They've gone as far to say, dude, uh, Jimmy Birdingham, who's the guy, uh-oh, lights I'm up. here. Don't worry. We're good. <laughs> Jimmy, who's uh, declared uh, himself the vice chair, um, has put it out publicly like yo if you're in the mises caucus don't even bother <laughs> like it's, it's like they kind of tried to pull that back a little bit but um yeah it's very obvious man then they throw out all the worst names racist nationalist maga oh and, and worse that, that, so that, textbook mo man and uh, that's the thing yeah. is like yeah. you look at what this is and who, and, and who is backing it i mean listen these this is the same lnc minus a couple of dudes 
that were down with backing up the whole New Hampshire takeover. It's just, it's after getting revamped with uh, Whitney, right? Whitney from Texas is, mm-hmm. is the LP chair. Um, you know, literally, that was the one thing I said, don't fuck this up. Like, if, if you do anything, just don't, you know, don't be an asshole about, you know, what you're getting into. Maybe, maybe take some time, get the lay of the land, all that kind of stuff. It hasn't been what, I mean, six months since the, the whole LP New right. Hampshire deal. You had and one so, job. Yeah. yeah, yeah one. And, <laughs> and you, you blew it. Then you, then you get rid of carry on Harlos, you know, a, a non Mises, you know, caucus member, right? Like she's not part of the Mises caucus. She has been she a is now they forced her hand. Yeah. She's which she is was, beautiful, but yeah, she wasn't <laughs> tried and true. Just doing her damn job and calling it like yeah. it is, you know, if she was, if she was a reporter, she would be that, you know, very objective reporter. And then now to see Whitney come out and where she could have cast a vote to say, Hey, you know what? This is nonsense guys that, you know, obviously we at national see the the duly elected uh you know chair and 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 board and county members as rightful and we've taken all this and we've thrown it out the window for what for for jockeying for position to get beat later on i I mean i i don't understand how you look at new hampshire and then look at this and go this is a good idea or we're gonna win it yeah uh i think i i think this is like the the this is gonna be the model for them for that crowd is to just like that was almost like a dog whistle dude i think they're dog whistling to these types to just be corrupt do what you have to do use your shitty bylaws to get these people out because i mean they know it's coming yeah in reno man they know mm-hmm. well I, yeah they don't realize this is like gun control you know the more you talk gun control the more people go out and buy guns <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say that the more hardcore people are going to make sure that they show up in Reno at this point. Yeah. And I'd be very surprised if a lot of these cowards, you know, show up out there. And that's the thing is like, we're not into violence. We're we're not into any of the stuff that these people are obviously into. We just happen to share a party, which I think, you know, uh, through uh, through the through the bureaus in D.C., I think probably have something to do with a lot of what's going on right now with the Mises caucus getting tons of traction um, and, and all these, you know, the ends justify the means from, you know, quote unquote, libertarians in the party. So um, I want to I want to back up if anybody's out there that's, that doesn't know um, this. This whole thing started um, when uh, William McVeigh went out uh, with, you know, his other conspirators, you know, for lack of a better term. Uh, changed some rules in terms of the controlling membership of the board, right? And, and I mean, and he went from. So what, what he did was, yeah, he changed the rules from. Um, I want to say it was eight ten. It was three quarters, right? Was no, I think no, it was five, five eighths. Four four okay. So on a ten-person board, eight people had to agree to remove one person from the board. Right. And he changed that from eight down to two, which included himself and Jimmy Brittingham to be the people to decide who can remove board officers. Two out of the three state chairs, the other one being me. So yeah, they booted themselves in and then booted the other one. Yeah. So they, they change who it is first and foremost. And then they, they basically, they, they go into counties where it's two thirds, correct? 
Well, there's only three counties in the whole state. So. Right. <laughs> That's the thing. So, 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 I mean, on its face, you're going, oh, okay. So now all they need is two thirds of the county like a good number. Yeah, if you have 21 counties, right? That's not that's a that's a different thing. But three. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a very it's a it's a much easier task than doing uh, the 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 four or I should say the eight out of ten. So right. I mean, miles miles easier to do that. So they changed that. They 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 bury all of the announcements for the changing of the bylaws and everything else in a Facebook post in a matter of minutes, literally. I mean, a, an hour doesn't transpire. If the hell, 30 minutes doesn't transpire. And all of a sudden, what we're looking at is a complete takeover from from Will and Jimmy. Correct. So yeah. So the the takeover itself was a six minute online meeting. So they got online 8.05 and by 8.07, they removed the three of us from the board and they were making new. So that night they were already posting additional changes and those additional changes were ratified by them the following month. And um, they removed everybody from the party, including themselves. They actually voted themselves out of the party and had to vote themselves back in. So many screw ups. I mean, but the thing, okay, so hey, for, for for the sake of argument, guys, let's remove ourselves. I mean, th th these are the brain wizards we're fair. talking about, right? Let's let's for everybody, we removed everybody, and then we reinstated ourselves. Like, what? Right. <laughs> Who God, let you God. in, though? <laughs> and, and, and I mean, and this is I I hate that it's this damn ridiculous and, and absurd that it's you know this comical. But I mean, let, let's have some fun with no. it. I mean, let, these guys yeah. are they're developmentally challenged. In other words, they're retarded. And I don't mean that to be derogatory towards people with you know learning disabilities. Like these guys have chosen a path where there's knowledge and, and history and everything else. It could have absolutely been avoided. Um, so with that being said, there's 2,000 members who have been disaffected by this. They do dues paying, I imagine, in the state of Delaware. It's not just free to be so, a, a member. So no. So if you look at it from that perspective, there are approximately 75 dues paying Libertarian National Party members in our state. But there are which is way two. less. But that's that's record breaking numbers for the state of Delaware, yeah. right? So that's time, different than yeah the registered libertarians. Yeah, so. but yeah. So there's the registered libertarians are registered with the Department of Elections. You know, twenty one hundred right. people. And, and I, I'll tell you right now, I put a lot more uh, emphasis on the twenty one hundred people because it's at the state level. There are a lot of people that are libertarians that hate the LNC and will never give them money ever again because mm -hmm. of this kind of trashy stuff that they do this you know this manipulation this maneuvering this political nonsense that these guys do and i i trust me i've, I've been pretty close myself a lot of times as saying eh, no nah, i'm not going to give you guys whatever it is my my 20 bucks or whatever it is a year so and, and at that i give them the bare minimum um the, I, I don't think they're gonna ever I get, get it. it again but for for the 2100 members it actually Mm -hmm. come out they vote they show up they you know they are they consider themselves libertarians in delaware and mm -hmm. and will possibly vote for an individual with an l next to their name right so i i think that is much they have, to, they have to find that person on the ballot in order to vote for him if will cuts the party down to 20 people 
there's not going to be anybody on the ballot because nobody's an approved member. So, um, those, yeah, you're destroying the bench at that point. Yeah, well, yeah, those, really, yeah. So the point I'm making is those 2,100 libertarians are disenfranchised in multiple ways, right? They don't have candidates to choose from. They're not represented at the national level by the party, all these things. Yeah, I mean, and this obviously begs the question of like, what's going to happen to the delegates? You know, the delegates that you guys get to send to national, what happens there? Well, we want to figure that out. Um, yeah. That's in jeopardy right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I'm getting at. It, it didn't, you know, they could have solved that at the LNC meeting if they would have recognized Bill as the chair, as the duly elected chair, but they chose not to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why would we recognize a duly elected chair when there's some hijinks on the way from some fakeritarian types, you know, where the ends justify the means? Why would we do that, Whitney? Right. We had to do it because they were going to do it. So we had so, to do it. <laughs> yeah. So that's his excuse. And his excuse was for doing this was that if he didn't do it to us first, we would have done it to him. But the truth of the matter was we were looking for common ground to work together because in our meetings, everything was pretty much a deadlock. So Amy and I were looking for areas where we could come to common agreement and work together. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, he just threw it all out the window. And he still hasn't proven it. Like he's put out all these posts and he's gone before the LNC that oh, Bill is incompetent and I'm an asshole and Amy was this and she hid this. Like there, there's no good. Like okay, where? Uh, give me an example. A bill is, bill won by a landslide. Only like in June. What what, what was the total vote count for you, Bill? So um, there were 41 voting delegates at our convention, mm -hmm. and I got 36 votes. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's not even close. Right. It's a slam dunk. Nobody mm -hmm. ran against me. I ran unopposed. A couple of those guys voted no to. Cool. But no, right. the guy the guy who claims to be the chair of Newcastle County right now stood right across from me and didn't run against me in June. It's like, yeah, well, that's this the thing, is why man. we have elections, you know? Yeah, you, you yeah. want to change the party, show up, right? Isn't that what we were told? Show that up. That's what deal. I was told. Yeah. Show up and, and you can change the world. Yeah. Um, let's talk. Let's I mean, Bill, you, you seem like the kind of guy that they should be scared of. I mean, uh, you know, super you terrifying. Know, terrifying, mild mannered, um, you know, looks like a guy that absolutely just wants to go out there and get people to shout. Um, why in the world would people do this? So, what, what is the what is the reason that they would do something like this? So I think the roots of this in Delaware is um, Will is engaged in, I'll call it a blood feud with Dave. And- uh, I love that shit. <laughs> wanted Dave off the board at any cost. He wanted Dave, he wants Dave out of- It's true, he hates me the most. And he knows that Amy and I would never vote, you know, as that, you know, eight people have to vote to remove somebody. He knows Amy and I wouldn't rem remove Dave because we don't have a blood feud with Dave. We like Dave. Dave's doing great work in Newcastle County. Why would we get rid of him? Thanks, man. And yeah, you're welcome. And when you uh, see, say he's doing great work, I mean, he's got a podcast. He's 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 probably pulling people in that have, you know, maybe flirted with the idea of libertarianism, maybe are coming around to the understanding that their parties suck. I don't know. <laughs> All of the above. Yeah. Yeah. So our meetings have been very uh, peaceful, quiet. They move along at a good pace. And uh, new members come to our meetings and they're not 
bored sitting there listening to all this, you know, malarkey parliamentary business going on. They're seeing people talking real issues and seeing people discussing answers to problems. And, you know, they want to take part. They want to participate. Yep. I, I, I love that. I, I'm telling you, I was the kind of guy that when we started the Cherokee LP down here, I was like, listen, I'm not going to sit through parliamentary crap. Like we can, we can knock this stuff out on the side, whatever you guys want to do. But this is about outreach and this is about bringing new people in to figure out where they want to work and, and getting them active. Um, but I mean, Dave, um, I, I, I hear he doesn't like you. Uh, <laughs> my, my question is why, why on earth? Does somebody not like Dave Casey? Well, to be fair, I did poke the bear <laughs> first. You know what I mean? When when that page that he's responsible for, Will McVeigh, um, he's got the keys to it all. He's got the, his mom has the keys to the bank. He's got the keys to the social media. So for all intents and purposes, that's the guy. So when a week would go by on the Delaware page without a post, and the last post was something lukewarm as f, you know what I mean? Um, I would be like, yo, who's running, who's running this page? And this is, I would, I'm in the group. I'm watching these guys. Dude, I've known these guys, not known them, but I've known of them. I voted for the guy who thinks he has my position right now for sheriff like four years ago. Mm -hmm. Cause I was just like, okay, this is the guy he's on the ticket. This, it was like my introduction to the party. So it wasn't always like that, but, um, yeah, I would say earlier in this year, like when the Mises caucus here started forming, we, we started doing some inventory. All right. What are these guys doing? And it was before that too, but like, yeah, I started poking them. Who's what's going on? Who's running this? Oh, eight, eight of us have the, the passwords to this and we all contribute. I'm like, okay, seriously though, who are those people? So like, you know, <laughs> it turned out it was just Will. It was just Will. Uh, um, <laughs> I gotta get in on this action. Um, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, so we kind of butt heads from the beginning, but um, I had no idea it would go to this length, man. But this is a guy who's been here, like I said, man, for over a decade in a, at, at times, Bill could give you probably exact numbers, but there's probably been 10 or 12 people statewide mm -hmm. in this party. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. And two of those are him and his mom the entire so, time. And so, the idea that you guys had 40 people, 40 delegates in an off year election, kind of, mm -hmm. I guess, at a, I mean, I know there are maybe some people coming into this, uh, this, this space, this chat and everything else from you know being disaffected democrats and republicans and you guys show up in ridiculous mass numbers like that's not how the lp works like we're a bunch of cats when it comes to yeah. you know trying to wrangle us into a, a, a you know any yeah. place and for delaware to have 40 people show up when their average i don't know a number of libertarians in the state has probably been in the you know low double digits right 10 12 15 something yeah. like that that's a big thing. It's, it tells me that you guys are out there busting your butt, recruiting, spreading ideas, getting people excited, having them take action like that. It takes a Herculean effort to do this kind of thing. I know it very well. And so, Bill, you, you, I mean, you came in, you, you crushed it in terms of getting nominated. Dave, you have been obviously a pain in their ass because I imagine you're showing them up and you're showing them up in an area where they did nothing for a decade plus, and you're doing it outside of their messaging is, is what my real guess is. Yeah, we're definitely going, we're circumventing them. That's the message. That's what I learned from the Mises caucus anyway, is that if you don't get what you want, then you just go simply around them. You know what I mean? You can't end the fed. Just go around that fed. You could do that. 
you know, Bitcoin. Exactly. Right. So we, we can do that here too. Like he can't stop the influence that we already have. He can't stop the energy and the fun. We're, we're having barbecues and fundraisers, like regardless, we're, we're meeting people and, you know, people are energized regardless. So yeah, you can't stop the energy, but um, yeah, the, the other parts is. I, I get this all the time in the LP, man. And it really, it drives me up a damn wall is, you know, there, there's this thing in politics and, you know, as a recovering neocon, somebody who ran for office as a Republican, there was always things I was told that I can't say and things that I said, stay on, you know, like stay within your boundaries. Right. And I had, you know, obviously I had a political advisor, campaign manager, all that nonsense. And that's where, where a lot of that stuff comes from. Right. And, and, and it's, this leftover mentality that we want to be like and liked by the corporate, you know, uniparty out there. And I think it's an absolute shame that they that they're trying to be taken, quote unquote, seriously by people that absolutely hate them. Yeah, it's pathetic. <laughs> it, it really is. It's the worst. Pra the, the, the Prague spirit, the Pragmatist Caucus, that energy, again, you can't destroy that energy. It is still there. It is alive and well in the LNC. And I just read their slogan the other day. I fucking cracked up. I was like, the Pragmatic Caucus, because freedom doesn't happen overnight. It's like, oh, my God, that's the most – like, we, f we all know that this is hard. We know. But, but their whole thing is like, yeah, you can't let people know about – freedom too much like don't don't liberty too hard because <laughs> you don't want to scare them it's like i don't know i don't know maybe jolt them a little bit a little bit yeah mm -hmm. go ahead Bill, you want to say something oh no no i'm agreeing with dave yeah i gotta give it up to bill you know what shane bill is the only one out of all of the people who have been here who was like oh i like what you guys are doing i'll caucus with you guys mm -hmm. everybody else was a hostile dickhead yeah, he was the only one who was. And again, there are other people who don't caucus with anybody and they've been there for years and they're cool with us and we vibe yeah. with anybody. But yeah, um, and I think that's the only the one who came over. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and, and good for you, Bill, for, for, you know, taking, you know, that that big step. And I mean, I imagine it's because you've kind of seen, you know, the way these guys come in and they're organized. And, you know, I, I think in in most places where decorum is required they're fit you know like they come in they do business yeah yeah um i'll tell you everybody in delaware uh, aside for from you know some fighting with mr mcveigh uh they're really you know great personable friendly outgoing i mean there's nothing you want you enjoy being friends with these people i don't understand how like these stories get created, you know what I mean? These brown shirts. So here's an example. <laughs> um, after, a couple, a week after the coup attempt happened, uh, we had a meeting in Region 5 because our alternate rep, rep was leaving. And uh, Mr. McVeigh and I were both invited to it, that we had some discussion, and it turned out that um, we, the, the group, of chairs from other states decided um we'll let delaware abstain from this vote since we have two people who claim that they're the head of delaware and we'll hold our vote well mcveigh went on a rampage that night because he didn't get to vote 
And uh, he said, oh, yes, Michael Heist put this, put Bill up to this, like I'm his henchman. And uh, <laughs> not a thinking human being. I went into that. I went into that meeting with no script at all. I didn't know what to expect in this meeting. And Will writes this, reads this prepared statement he has, and he mentions abstention. And I'm like, yeah, I think that's a good idea that we abstain, since you know, why why put these guys in the middle of this? And uh, then he changed his story after he read that statement, and I agreed. Yeah, let's abstain. He's like, oh no, no, that's not what I want. And. Uh, like, how would I even know what his written statement was for someone to tell me how to act, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's crazy. The whole thing's crazy. So he calls us henchmen, but he doesn't realize that he's the force driving us against him. It's nobody else. This is the Cathedral Caucus line, the, 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 the chair for life, Michael Heiss. <laughs> I love it. That's my boy, Mike. Shout out to him. Yes. Yeah, man. Stay in that chair for life, bro. Enjoy yeah. it. Even little things. So... Like when Dave was being a dick, talking about um, there's not enough content on this page, right? The, a, a good response would have been, well, hey, I'm one guy. I'm trying to do this by myself. Do you want to help me? Right? Instead of going on defensive, right? It would have been a completely different outcome if he had been more welcoming at the very beginning instead of being defensive about it. I, I absolutely agree with you, and I, I think that is pretty much from damn near. And, and let me tell you, the, the people that stick out to me, I can name them. I can tell you LP in New Hampshire. I can tell you LP Kentucky, Michigan, Colorado, sometimes. Uh, I'm not going to say them. Um, I think, uh, what is it, uh, Nevada is coming online. They, like You can see where the energy is in this party and who is taking over the, the the chairs and the 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 executive committees and things like that because they're like oh yeah i agree we're not putting out enough content we're definitely not driving home you know relevant messages fast enough and i see i mean i'll tell you right now i get into the lp um you know here and there like i mean just recently you know like when when we have this gigantic w that's been on our board since 1971, you know, in terms of unpegging from the gold standard. And hey, by the way, there's gonna be a tidal wave of inflation coming your way and this dollar will not last. Like, hey guys, we've been saying this shit for 50 years, LP National. Why the fuck are you not out there just beating the shit out of people with this message? Crickets absolute crickets and when it does come out man it's not like it's you know some ghost pepper you know just flamethrower that can burn down the establishment and say hey we're a very different bold alternative no we come out like i don't know i hate to say frank's because it's so mild but i mean it's just like you know <laughs> come on guys like you, you guys put the shit on everything and it is fucking <laughs> mild as fuck and it's ridiculous oh, yeah that is a common theme if I've ever seen one, man. I'm, I'm constantly watching them because, yeah, I hold them to a, you know, the standard that I want, and it's rarely there. <laughs> and today, out of all the things they could do, they're talk they go after Christy Nome, who's, you know, I'll say one of the better governors in the state during this entire 20-month awful dystopian period we've all been going through. But yeah, she did some, you know, some backhanded shit with weed there. Which, look, I love to smoke weed as much as the next person. Right. I just smoked a fatty before we started this one. But, you know, I would much rather be in a place where I could go to work and, you know, my kids could go to school without a mask on. And I, I've been smoking weed since like 
fucking 90s. I'm pretty sure that I've always been able to like, you, you can get some weed, you know what I mean? Like deal with that. And they go, oh, she wouldn't respect the will of the voters. I'm like, cool. Good to know you guys want to respect the will of the voters. Right. That's where we would really like some attention to. But just, you know, manage your own house, LNC. Maybe. Maybe a little. Yeah. Try to become relevant, at least in the space of marketing and campaigns. I mean, that's the thing is like you guys, I mean, you got a national platform. You're the third largest party and you can be, I don't know, maybe the second or first if you got out there with some bold messaging instead of this, you know, laissez faire, you know, I don't know, the, the things that they always talk about in terms of, um, you know, uh, occupational licensing that bores people to death and, you know, nonsense that there's just absolutely no fire under the current news cycle, right? And that's Medical the thing freedom, is, freedom, right? Medical freedom should be our issue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It could have been yeah, I mean, serious. But what do Shane, you do? I use I use what your thing your messaging all, wise, right? I use your your tagline all the time, man. Like the, when Joe Jorgensen was running, her tagline was like the government's just too bossy. Like, okay, you could say that, and that's true, I suppose. But it when you you should call it the murder cult because that's that gives you the sense of urgency that is in front of us. Not just like, well, I pref- I prefer it if you weren't so bald. You know, like, <laughs> I guess it's true, but it just downplays the fact that it's a murder cult. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, what do you picture? I mean, every Joe- law should have, or we shoot you at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was saying today that like at this point you should never ever ever let the uh, the agents of this murder cult ever come and take you. And I agree. Like I, I'm to that point. Like if you're a peaceful person, you know you're a peaceful person. Like I think that's probably the last place I'm ever going to end up is in something like a, a car on its way away from my home. Like no, I, I don't think that this is happening. But I mean, we've got 50 years in terms of it, you know inflation. We've got medical freedom. We have all sorts of in just in terms of your natural and alienable rights that you can just sit there and hammer and hammer and hammer. And I know I'm probably beating a dead horse by this, but it's just Jesus Christ. There are I don't know how many great podcasts in the space right now. I mean, great podcasts. It, I don't want to say we're too saturated, but if they're looking for people who have growing audiences and, and, and people who are on fire and taking, you know, a, a real taking real human action, for lack of a better term, mm-hmm. you know, why aren't you looking at those guys and maybe even retweeting them? No, you know, I, I know who they retweet. They retweet safe people. They retweet like, you know, people that aren't too bold and messagey. So um, I want to give you guys time here. Um, if, if I've left anything out of, you know, the, the, the build up the story, I want to give you guys time to talk about what action you need from libertarians out there right now uh, to help you guys push through and, uh, and, and, and really get this thing going. Uh, that's tough. Um, <laughs> I think just everybody push their representative to do the right thing, really. Um, you know, what happened in Delaware is is, is terrible. Um, Will took advantage of a situation that he actually created. He was the keeper of the bylaws for the past how many years. And uh, so, of course, he knew how to loophole them, right? And he himself says, you know, it's the lesser of two evils, what he did. So what he did was evil. 
the lesser of two evils is an evil, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think the best thing for us to ask for is people to reach out to their LNC representative and ask for justice in Delaware. Yeah. I love it. Have you guys filed any uh, any legal charges yet in, in terms of, you know, people who paid in money to be, you know, members of the party or anything along those lines? So we're we talking, yeah, we're talking we're, a little bit. Yeah, we don't we, we don't go too deep on that. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> hey, Will, just heads up. Every avenue. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're, uh, we're we're not going to sit here and, and, and let this happen. I mean, in terms of like if we can find criminality in this, which I believe there is, these guys are kind enough and smart enough not to say anything. But uh, I don't know, maybe be a big boy and admit your mistakes and, and say, you know, enough is enough. And I tried and I failed. Move on, grow up and, and, and fuck off, you know, all these things together. But the I, I, we could, I guess we could sit here and do this for, for a long time. I want to get your take because you guys obviously um, you work, you know, and that's the thing is like, I think this is a great time to tell, um, you know, national and the people who are out there, you know, kind of you guys, you guys are out taking action all the time you have inspired people within you know the the small state of delaware uh to get out and to to do things and to come up with you know ideas and get people elected to take office to take on you know charity whatever i mean this is i think this is an incredible thing that you guys do and i want to i want to give you guys a moment to kind of talk to you know the the people out there that that listen to this show and this audience you know to, to tell them like where you guys have had really great success and where you would love to see um, things go after Reno. Man, after Reno, yeah, that's that's projecting, and a lot of things could happen in between in between then. But yeah, I would love beyond love to see Angela McArdle elected chair, um, so we could set this ship on a really exciting path. That would be a really great start and replace some of these. Um, Prag holdouts uh, on the, on the board with some some radicals, Shane. That would be really really great, and we could get somebody to flex that blue check who knows what they're doing. Doesn't even have to be Michael Malice. Could just be you know <laughs> somebody who cares a lot, um, yeah. and we could do some damage. Um, and then man, going beyond that, a Dave Smith run in 2024 would just set the streets on fire, and I love that opportunity. Um, and that's exciting to, you know, people in the LP, people outside the LP. I know you're seeing it, Shane, man. You're, you're doing it. You're living it. This, I mean, this six degrees of Kevin Bacon between Joe Rogan, Tim Cast, Dave Smith, <laughs> Michael Malice, Michael Heiss, you. It's just like it's, it's beautiful to watch it in real time. And, uh, like, don't underestimate that potential, everybody, because that's where it's at. Yeah. And then uh, for all the libertarians listening, get out there and run for office. You know, everybody wants to have more liberty, uh, but we need more candidates, too. So if you're a libertarian and you're in a state where you have ballot access, go for it. School boards, municipal elections, whatever. 2022 is a big election year in the U.S., and uh, it's coming here fast. So, you know, everybody 
should be running for office. There should be. So what really fired me up <laughs> with uh, with the Libertarian Party is that I live in Delaware. That's pretty much a one party state. And you often see on the ballot just one candidate for state offices. I mean, state representative, state senator, only one candidate. And it's usually a Democrat in Delaware because it's a very blue state. And that's not democracy. I mean, Democrats are supposed to be about democracy, but when they're the only guy on the ballot, um, that's not democracy. And even the duopoly, two of them, we need more people to get on the ballot and split that vote, pull it away from both of those entrenched evil parties out there. Yeah, and real quick, I'll just, I just want to say that I just want to point out how ridiculous the notion is that Bill or, or me or, or Dr. Amy Lepore are anything that resembles alt-right. I've never voted for a Republican president in my life. This party, shit, I voted for Gary Johnson in 2012. I voted for Gary Johnson in 2016. I voted, I hosted Joe Jorgensen at my place of business in 2020 because Will and the gang didn't have their shit together. That's where I met all these beautiful meat wow. And we formed, it's because he sucked so bad. This is blowback, baby. This is, <laughs> this is how it works. <laughs> so, you know, um, that's just, I want to point that out. This is ridiculous. Um, you know, Amy and her husband, Bill, or excuse me, her husband, Dylan, are both, uh, you know, parents and business owners. And we have medical doctors in our caucus, people of all stripes and colors, dude, backgrounds. So I, and Will knows this, that's, that's, that's how scummy he is, that he knows that it's not true, but he's happy to use this like awful line about the Mises caucus to, to maintain his little thing. And again, this is the microcosm that this happens in lots of places. Little club want to maintain it. Don't want this new influx of energy. We're doing the same thing that New Hampshire's doing just on a smaller scale. You know, all fundraising records are being smashed. All uh, recruiting is being smashed, and people are excited. And I just want to point out one more thing real quick. I call it my Death Star plan. If you're a Libertarian Party member in the United States, you should be looking at Delaware. Like, the opportunity is here. Delaware is this big. It's this little thing sticking out of Pennsylvania right at the bottom Right, and you could spit on Philadelphia, the epicenter of this whole freedom experiment here. It's right here, right? And it's only got, like you said, three counties. The, the, it's a very independent-minded state. Yeah, we got it's Joe Biden's spot, but we have a lot of opportunity here. It's the libertarian law. It's, a, it's the law of things, right? If it's smaller, you can manage it. You, every, it's very neighborly here. Yeah. So I just think if, you, if, you, if we got this house in order will then we could do some really good things here he's seriously when i think about p potential on the jordan peterson tip the potential here has been squashed by this asshole well and that's the thing is i mean uh i mean when we really look at you know the difference that will it claims to have with you guys right you you really really terrible mises caucus you know representatives I mean, what do you, what do you think just outside of messaging? Like, can you, can you name some things that maybe you guys haven't seen eye to eye on that, you know, would be the, the, the deal breaker for him? Bill? Nope. I mean, he's a little more left leaning 
than a lot of people are. But other than that, yeah. I mean, in, in terms of left leaning, like I mean, I, I I'm a former neocon, so I can sit there and talk about you know the the idea of getting rid of civil asset forfeiture, getting rid of the drug law and criminal justice reform, getting yeah. rid of qualified immunity, getting rid of the drug war, like all this no, stuff. He's like, left us like he likes vermin supreme, and no, he'd, yeah, he'd he rather is. talk to you about. Open the trans genocide than than the vax mandates. Yeah. That's that's what it is. He's he's on that dumpster fire. Okay, so so we're 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 looking at um, more of the you know the outlier social issues than we are you know the the yeah. mainstays of you know affecting yeah. and using the tools of liberty. I'm yes. from the left. I drive a Prius. I wear Birkenstocks. I play acoustic guitar out in the grass with my chick. We smoke tons of weed. I'm from the left. That's what I care about. Fourth Amendment, First Amendment. I care about you know the the war on terror. That's right. That's from from my day. That was the left. That's where I, again, you said you came in and the, the neocon. Yeah, the neocons birthed me, but it was like holy shit, these guys are the worst on the. <laughs> yeah, Bush, as, soon as, as soon as I saw anything else outside of that, and then obviously experienced it firsthand, I was just kind of the same way. I was just like, oh no, this Jeez. is wildly isn't, fucked up. Isn't this the best part of the Ron Paul revolution, though? That, yeah. that, that that all that becomes bullshit at some point and it's like oh oh we can all bro down this is for intellectuals this is for laymen this is for rockers hip hoppers don't care where you're back country folk it, whatever that's whatever. What, that's, that's what i love telling people all the time it's like hey man like i you know coming from you know the red white and blue south and i mean i'm talking like toting guns there are still people flying rebel flags and stuff out there like I came from this area and I can sit down with guys that came from extremely like, like they said, smoking grass in the grass with a girlfriend playing, you know, acoustic guitar and wearing Birkenstocks. Like I can sit down and I can love these people because mm -hmm. of what I've learned. Right. It's like, listen, I, I've, I've kind of I've gotten rid of the notion that we have to be enemies. I've gotten rid of yeah. the notion that because maybe we have some separate ideas on things that are nonviolent like most people do, like we don't have to be enemies. We definitely don't have to use the state against each other. And it's like to see, you know, this beautiful thing, you know, where you're bringing people together and unifying people in a way that, you know, obviously they haven't, they couldn't, they can't, they don't want to, you know, instead of saying, yeah, man, I want to be a part of that. I don't have to join them, but I want to be a part of it. I want to, you know, I want to continue to foster the things I, 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 I don't know. I claim to share 99% of these beliefs with. Right. I want to. I want to. I want to grow that, and I want to love on it, and I want to get it out there for everybody. And like, instead of saying that, it's not, nah, man. I got the keys to the castle, and I'm gonna burn this motherfucker down. Yeah. Rather than work with these guys. Yeah. Oh, God. That's where yeah. we're at. <laughs> that's a weird. <laughs> that's a hijacking, man. That Can is you the. Imagine? That's a hijacking. It's literally what, you know, the, the very definition. I, I don't want to say terrorism because, you know, nobody's gotten quite hurt yet. But, yeah, I, I do believe there are some hurt parties. Um, big thing, like, all right, I, I love I love the fact that this is getting some some, you know, some good traction out there. What do you guys what's your what's your bent on this earth for liberty? Like, what are you guys, you know, all about right now? What are you going after outside of Delaware and, and maybe even outside of politics in general? Hmm. Liberty you know, from a liberty perspective, you mean? Uh, yeah, anything. 
What, um, what, what do you love? I love to, at the end of my shows, I love to throw, you know, a very human quality into them to show okay. people, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, what are you yeah. into? What, I mean, obviously, Dave's into smoking grass. And, and trust me, I love that. I get it. That, that makes all the other stuff a little bit better. Yeah, all it right. does. So, so, all right. So I'm into listening to music, uh, being, you know, family, dogs, video games. I love playing video games, shooters. Yeah. Okay. He's into alt-right marches and rallies. That's what he's into. <laughs> I was – I expected that to come out of his mouth. Well, actually, <laughs> trick was, question. Trick. So, we know what you're into, Bill. <laughs> Saturday night, I was serving dinner at the Sunday breakfast mission. So, uh, you know, so I, I'm blessed in my life. And yeah. uh, you have 10 grandkids, don't you, Bill? 10. Yeah. Wow. All yeah, of them. All right. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Lockstep, marching around, burning books. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Well, not hardly. Believe me. Um, my kids are all over the political spectrum, uh, but mostly left to center, all of them. Mm -hmm. It's just the world we're growing up in. They are growing up in. Um, but they're learning about liberty through me, which is a good thing. You know, as they mature, you know, they see that I. You know, me spewing about something is not me spewing about it being right or left. It's about it being wrong. And uh, they're they're catching on to that. So um, like today, I was arguing with, um, I guess you would call them Republicans. <laughs> they claim that they're not, they claim, this group on Facebook, they claim that they're not a political party-based thing, but... Um, we've got a Senate bill going through Delaware right now about police reform. And Delaware is one of only like a dozen states that actually keeps police disciplinary records sealed so nobody can ever see them. Mm -hmm. And part of that reform is opening up those disciplinary records so you can see that this is an abusive cop and maybe he shouldn't be on the force kind of thing that you couldn't see before. And you know, people are going off about that because Al Sharpton stopped by our state and talked about it. So now it's a bad thing automatically just because Al Sharpton was here supporting that bill. And uh, it, it's this polarizing rhetoric. You know, they're like they're basically shitting on this bill because Al Sharpton visited us. And, you know, it, it, we need and, and, and he and he's nuclear and you can't touch him if you're on, you know, on the other side. And then that's the ridiculous bullshit of the, the, the uniparty. You know, we're we're different, but we're not kind of, you know, system. Right. It's like, you know, if Marjorie Marjorie Taylor Greene stopped by and talked about, you know, guns or something, the, the left would run away from that. And you're just like, God, come on, yeah, guys. So, so, you know, my point is because Al Sharpton visited our state and talked about this bill, you're going to support abusive police officers staying on police forces, right? That's yeah. what it comes down to. It's crazy. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. We've, we're trying to implement some uh, community review boards down here um, that are just very similar to that. And it comes from the very left wing. And I, I'll tell you what, love that kind of stuff. Like, oh, we get, we get to hold these guys accountable. We get to get the, the guys who abuse you know, their, their, their power off the streets. I'm, I'm okay with that guys. So not yeah. only am I okay with it, I'm going to help, help this guy lead this effort, whatever I can do. Yeah, Dave. Uh, yeah. Tell us, tell us everybody out there that doesn't know, well, like they don't know, but uh, David versus Goliath, your, your podcast. Yeah. Dave versus Goliath. I, I kept it casual, Dave. 
Yeah. All right. Yeah. Fine. Good. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Um, dude, I'll tell you what, man. Yeah, that came everything cool in the past couple of years that's happened to me. I'm going to give more props to Mike Heiss is, is from taking human action, man. Once you like dive into something cool shit usually happens. Like again, it doesn't exactly happen, but like we were talking before the show, like I've, I would have loved to, I've been watching you for a while, man. I would love, I would love to have a conversation with you. It didn't happen until this madness with Delaware, but that's a beautiful thing that like, this is what what should happen. So yeah, long story short, man, started a podcast. I started my own business in the in just in the past couple of years, and this all came about like, you know, a little thing like starting to make memes for the Mises Caucus. All right, can, hey, can you make can you make GIF files? No. All right, let me figure that out. Can you do like videos? Like no. Let me try and figure that out. Josh will hit me up. Hey man, you want to work together on this thing? I got an idea for a documentary. I don't think I can make a little mini. Maybe I could. All right, let me try that. Let me try and make a podcast. Like, let me in, insert myself into the conversation rather than be a spectator. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's, um, and, that's and, what I've been and, doing. And how have you found it? I mean, seriously, I mean, people will talk about all the time. Oh, man, there's there's for every libertarian, there's a podcast. Yeah, I, you know, true. and like, it's like, sure. good. You know what? Yeah. Good. You know, and that's the thing is we got more libertarians every day. Like I want I want as many damn podcasts as there are libertarians, because once you get on this thing called Liberty, man, you see it, you can't unsee it. And and then you're just like, I got to tell other people. I mean, have you yeah. found it cathartic, enjoyable? Yeah. And, and you know, like you said, I, I was probably saying that to myself. This is something that I wanted to do for probably years and never did because I would say that to myself. Ah, there's enough. They got enough out there for that and there's enough guys doing it or whatever. But with the COVID stuff, that was like a trigger. Like, all right, I turned 40 in 2020. So it's like, and I've been, you know, I would have considered myself active in this stuff for a long time. But again, mostly as a spectator. Like, oh, sure, I'll vote for Gary Johnson. Sure, I'll vote for Gary Johnson. Sure, I'll do. I'll just keep like, whatever, accepting, accepting, whatever, until you insert yourself right into the situation you're not going to change anything um but yeah i have found it extremely cathartic that's why i I started in the beginning of covid with my buddy because i was like again with no delusions of grandeur like i'm gonna do anything huge with this first of all it's libertarian space so it's like the niche of a niche and you're the beginning guy so no but i wanted to talk with my friends and i remember seeing joe rogan say uh at some point yeah, like he started a podcast because he figured out that people that he wanted to talk to would talk to him if he had a podcast. That was very appealing too. So, and talk about inserting yourself into the into the conversation. Like Joe Rogan is not the funniest guy. He's, he's funny, but, <laughs> he's but good, he, yeah. he made himself. He's in that circle of dude. He tours with Chappelle. You know what I mean? Um, I don't even know if he's the best podcaster. Maybe I don't know. He's got the number one podcast, but like he just does it mma like he i don't know if he's whatever but he put himself there is the point like he right i really admire that um so yeah you just got to do that and just i don't know crazy things will happen i was on a podcast with dave smith and scott horton the other night for i've never talked to those guys in my life dude it was fucking trippy as shit <laughs> like at times those guys were just riffing for like minutes and, and i'll be like just watching them and I had to like snap myself out. I'm like, you're not, you're not a spectator here. You're like in this call. Like, just remember that because, you know. <laughs> no, I try, trust me. Uh, I've been, been in a room uh, on a on a breaking story. 
uh, from uh, James O'Keefe, man. And I was like, oh, no, you're not just sitting here. You need to actually contribute. But you're exactly right, man. I mean, um, I am I have been tickled to death um, and I hope to do this with you guys again. I wish you guys I mean, th- this is the beginning of, you know, taking Delaware back and uh, and getting you guys rightfully reinstalled. Um, I, I want to tell you, you know, we're we're. I'm not going to stop on this. I'm going to keep going. You guys send me as many updates as you can. Um, if there's a critical issue that's coming by that you guys need voice, you need numbers, you need whatever in terms of a push. Uh, and obviously everybody who's out there who's listening, get in touch with your LNC representative. Whatever region you're in, you need to let them know that this kind of shit's not cool um, and they need to have another meeting and they need to reverse this stuff right away. So, I mean – um, guys, I am, I'm humbled, uh, Bill and Dave, thank you guys for spending an hour with me, man. And, uh, I don't know, keep on doing what you're doing. Cause I'll tell you right now, like, I, I think if, I, if I've learned anything from this Mises crowd, it's that we are relentless and we absolutely are not going to let this kind of nonsense slide. So, I mean, anything you guys need from me, just give me a shout. It means the world. Yeah. Thank you, Shane. Really appreciate that. Hey, uh, also, before you guys go, uh, Bill and then Dave, plug your stuff. Where can everybody find you? So I'm on Twitter, Bill Hines 302 um, That's about it for me. I'm not really a big podcaster. Bill, like you are guys. adorable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a huge I'm not I'm not a huge media personality. I'm just out there. Yes. Every day. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. But uh, yeah. Bill Hines 302 on Twitter. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm at Dave VS Goliath one on Twitter. Please. Yeah. Follow me there. That's where I have the most fun. I've been getting 30 day after 30 day after 30 day ban on Facebook. So that's where you find me most. (laughs) I was going to say, man, I I love Liberty Twitter. Peace out to Jack, man. I hope it stays. uh, I hope it stays the best. I I hope he's working on rep two that is way better and leaves these dorks behind. Very possible, man. Yeah, absolutely. Based on Bitcoin. I don't know. We'll we'll leave it there. But uh thank you guys again. Uh ladies and gents, if you would please go out there and support them. I'm not gonna ask for anything in this show uh except that you go and support Delaware and uh what the you know the what they've got to conquer up there in terms of this you know ridiculous nonsense evil peewee league bullshit. So um you guys appreciate it again. Take care and uh, we'll be talking soon.